What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. As always, I am your host, Alan Styles, and thank you for listening. Welcome to the best 22 60 minutes of your day. Doing things a little bit differently on this episode. Um, actually, going to be in New York next week, so I won't have an episode. So I wanted to make this one action packed um, and get a couple guests on the show. We got my good friend and coworker, Shia. He's going to be on the show to talk about, you know, kind of. Not necessarily the tragedy that happened at the cathedral, uh, Notre Dame, but just kind of the social media aspect of it and how some people will, uh, you know, call out certain things when um, it pertains to a certain group of people and have nothing to say when it pertains to different groups of people. Um, We also will have my little sister on the show, who is a esteemed actress imb imdb all that good stuff you've probably seen her on the giants commercial and the slack commercial things of that nature we're going to be talking about you know the little differences between what women can say about men and what men can't say about women so without further ado we're going to start out with my little sis uh everybody welcome felicia styles to the show Hi, everyone. Hello, Felicia. Well, thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy. Uh, you know, everybody who who doesn't know this, you know, Felicia is an actress. But as you know, um, the work might always not come week by week as far as like a nine to five. So she had to go out and get herself a little part-time gig. So I know you've been real busy and this is probably the hardest work you've ever done in your life. So thank you for taking the time. You know, for you, I always have time. Well, thank you so much. You know, I've given you a couple of shout outs on the show before. Uh, also wanted to, um, you know, give, give you the floor. And, you know, I, I haven't even gotten into the fact that you're in Miss San Francisco. Uh, for some reason, you got all the good looks and I didn't. Um, why don't you, you know, tell the good people listening a little bit about yourself, what you've been working on, what you got popping, you feel me? This is your opportunity to plug what you got. Okay. Um, well, like Alan mentioned, I'm his little sister. I am a commercial actress in the San Francisco Bay Area, so that means that I do a lot of tech commercials, a lot of industrials. You've probably seen me in spots for Google, like you mentioned, the um, Giants commercials that are running right now during the games. I also did a spot for Slack. Um, I've worked with Sony. I've worked with Apple. So that's just one of my passions, uh, commercial acting, and working on transitioning slowly but surely into the uh, TV show and film industry, which is a lot more saturated, Um, definitely not as easy to break into, but slowly but surely making my way there with small parts like the one I did last year in the film Bumblebee and um, other all-scale projects like that. So, that's really exciting. And then I also run my own after school program. It's a girl empowerment program for middle school girl aged 10 to 13, 14, around that age range. We do mock debate. We do interview prep. Um, we also practice public speaking. We do improv games. And I bring in guest speakers for the girls just to give them some 
people to look up to that maybe aren't big celebrities, you know, just show, showing them and showcasing the young women in their communities that are, that are making positive changes. So that's another thing that I'm really passionate about. And, um, yeah, I'll also be competing for Miss California USA in January 2020. Wait, so wait, wait. You never told me. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not supposed to find this stuff out during the show. Like, wait, what? Oh, I, I thought you were I, I thought you hung up hung up the sash. Like, what did I haven't had a chance to tell my brother. <laughs> but um I yeah, so I will be competing in Miss California USA. Uh, 2020, I've decided that, you know, there's no reason why I should count myself out so soon. Miss California USA, actually, Miss USA, their age limit isn't uh, cut off until age 28. Okay, okay, okay. Well, thank you so much for that. And <laughs> and subscribe to her, you know, YouTube channel. She's got a great show, kind of bit off a show I used to do. Uh, this one's called Follow Felicia. It's a play on the famous... Um, line from friday by felicia um but her name is actually yeah. felicia because like we say our mom is de banameño si, si, si. um okay so felicia you know i brought you on yeah. the show to allow you to plug everything uh and, and you did a great job of that i mean just <laughs> outstanding uh but i wanted to get into something with you you know i i i kind of have this beef right and and it's not a it's not a lot of beef, right? It's not like top sirloin. Um, it's more like, uh, you know, like ground beef, okay? And the beef is, okay. and, and for me, it's because, you know, I'm already taken, you know, so my situation is is all goody, but it still kind of bothers me when I hear about, uh, and, and I know you have friends like this. Basically, what I'm asking you is, in a nutshell, right, if we're going very literal, what is mm-hmm. the difference between when uh, a woman, you know, is, is so open in saying, like, I wouldn't date a guy if he's not this tall, right? Like, you hear that all the time. Right. Like, I like tall guys, right? Um, right. Or don't, don't, I've heard, I mean, seen, like, Tinder, you know, like, don't DM me if you're not six foot, okay? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, that's, like, out of pocket because my whole thing is, if somebody put on Tinder, like, don't, if you're a, a man or someone seeking a woman and said, don't DM me if you're more than 200 pounds, you know, I mean, that person would be uh, a jerk, right? Or at, would be seen as a jerk. And, like, even just, like, as a whole, you know, when you watch the, I remember I was watching the first, the the season finale of The Bachelor with Ari when, um, they introduced Becca as the next, as the next, um, bachelorette and, uh-huh. and basically the first thing, what's the guy's name? The host name? Uh, Chris. yeah. The first thing out of his mouth is, so Becca, what type of guys do you like? Do you like them tall? You know, like, do you like them fit? Right. And it's like, redo that with a, a guy. And it's like, what if he's like, you like him skinny? You know what I mean? Like he would have been <laughs> killed. And I want to know like what your take on it is, how you feel when like other women say it. Do you think it's equal? Do you think everyone should just stop? Do you think girls yeah. should get a pass? What, what do you feel? Well, this is a great uh, topic that, that you're broaching. I think that the main difference in a, girl saying she wants a guy that's a certain height and a guy saying that he wants a girl that's a certain weight would be in my opinion just societal acceptance so it's like as women we are taught that like 
the guy that you're with is meant to be your protector, right? So if he's not a certain height, then like, how is he going to protect you in the event something goes wrong? How is he going to defend you? Because you are a, a, a meek, defenseless being and you need protecting. And so you need someone who is going to embody that sort of protector role. And on the flip side of that, women are taught that we are to be smaller and dainty and light and, you know, like not take up too much space, right? So a guy kind of being like, oh, you know, I don't like them too big isn't really that big of an insult because we all have this sort of mindset that women are meant to be small anyways. So it's kind of, I guess, more accepted or um, maybe not more accepted, but maybe more more understandable when a woman says something like, oh, I want a guy who's going to be big and tall and strong. Um, I don't know. I mean, that kind of sounds like a cop out to me. I mean, look, th- 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 that's from years ago. Like when gr- no, gr- when no, girls are, but no. when girls are saying it now, it's not that they think like, okay, like the I only think it's and, and, and I first conscious thing. <sighs> like I don't think that I don't think that yes, on the it's very surface level. I would say for sure, it's very superficial to say I'm only going to date guys that are a certain height. But I think on a subconscious level societal societally and also individually women are taught that we need to be protected and the only way that that's going to happen is if you are with a man who is I guess quote-unquote large enough to protect you and I don't have I don't talk to my friends enough to know like what their preferences are all of my friends are in relationships anyway so I didn't really go through the like dating phase with my friends um but I actually just had this conversation with someone recently who said to me um I really like this guy like we met on on a dating I I hate where this is going (laughs) we met on a dating no don't don't say but but he's like I date he's like Five nine, like I don't know if I can get past that. Okay, like, first question is how tall is she? She is about five two, five three. Get out of here! Get out of <laughs> here with that! Come on! I know, and that was my reaction. That was my reaction as well because I think it's a silly thing to discount like, someone. Like, like, I mean, it, maybe it's a whole thing where it's like, wow, since I'm not tall, like I want someone who is, but it's all. St- Stupid, right? Like the old, like you need to reserve the tall guys for the tall women out here, because now the tall, because they—that's one I thing agree. that that's one thing that gets left under wraps is like tall women. Like I feel I like tall women and short men probably have a lot in common. You know what I mean? And it, it would they would yeah, never yeah. they would never date because of like as society goes, it would look weird, right? Based on right. what we believe looks normal, right? But they deal with a lot of the same things because I like, I'm sure like I need to get a tall woman on here, like not just a little bit above average. Like I'm talking like anything after six foot and be like, Hey, how do you feel about these short women running around? Like I only want tall guys. Cause they probably hate yeah. them. They probably hate them. You probably. know, just like the tall, these tall guys running around like, oh, I only like short girls. Like, you better find yourself this WNBA player and stop messing around. Okay, you got, I, we got to save the ones, you know, that are we're still taller than with heels on. Like, we only got a couple out here, you know? I know. Um, I, I, 
I fully agree. Look, I told you about my my idea for a club all those years ago, right? It was called, uh, you know, um, what was it called? Like, uh, the six feet and under, right? Okay, not the clubber's <laughs> name, but you can't get into the club if you're a guy over six foot. Okay, it's a safe space to allow other guys, right? And it's all like you get the celebrity, the short celebrities to sell it. So you get like Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart, and and uh. You know, Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom Cruise to set it up and be like, yo, you know, we in the USFC under six foot club and like just give us something. Right. Because in every like that's the thing. Nobody ever goes home like, girl, I just met this dude. Oh, he is so short. I love that. Mm. Like you <laughs> yeah, never hear that. At the same time, but at the same time, I think that shorter guys have an, a little bit of it, not an advantage, but you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to, to develop a personality that would otherwise not be developed because you rely on the fact that like, oh, I'm just tall and I'm moderately good looking, so any girls Right, and, I, and, I, and to that fact, I think I, we, we may have talked about this before. Like, as you get older, um, and it's not just all about women, you know, being shallow. Guys are plenty shallow too, so don't get me wrong. But it is funny, like, going on Instagram now with, like, the girls as we get older and, you know... Y- uh, for the audience, my sister is a, a couple years younger than me. So it, I don't know if it started happening for you yet, but like I'm starting to notice like on social media, like girls and even guys that like could, would only date like, you know, 10, like nines and tens, like in high school and even <laughs> in college. Now you see them like settling in and you're like, huh, that's really, uh, yeah. that's really what you ended up with, huh? That's. You wouldn't give nobody a look in high school, and that's that's that, yeah. that's what that's what. You... Well, when you when you as you age and as you mature, you find other qualities in another person attractive, aside from just their height. Right, their, and I, also, I yeah, and also like as your circle closes, it's not about like oh, all my friends think this person is attractive. Therefore, I am attracted to them. It's like, yo, I'm out here, this person and myself, like, we work, right? Or, like, this person's nice to me, right? Like, the opportunities are different. So, so, and and like I said, I'm going based on these Tinder apps and, you know, these dating apps. And a lot of them are, for the most part, for younger people. So, they may not have had this. Once they start striking out on Tinder, maybe they'll delete that caption where it's like, if you're not six foot, it's going to be like, keep going down. Like, well, you know, 5'10 is pretty close. If you're not 5'10, next thing you know, <laughs> you know, they're out here, you know, they're like dating dating a shorter man, you know, and it's just like a negative connotation all the time, you know, and I think... It is, but I, it is. I, but I also think that it, it definitely depends on the person. Like, it depends on the girl that you're dealing with. Like, I personally don't like dating taller guys like I just don't I've done it a couple times and it's like I feel like I have to wear heels all the time or I look like a child and then I can't walk as fast and then I get left behind when we're like walking down and and for the record my sister is not like short short like she's basically a normal sized woman I am I'm 5'4 I've dated a guy that was 6'2 or 6'3 wait who is this I don't remember this because you never knew about it. He was a. What? He was a. This is the second thing. League, a what? He was a former minor league baseball player. Wait, what is? What? <laughs> what? Do I have to get you on the show more often just to hear this stuff? <laughs> well, he was so tall, and I just remember being like, "I hate this. Like, I can't keep up. I want to be able to walk at the same pace 
as my partner. Like, right. I don't want to feel I, like you know, I have And you know what, too? I also feel like it's a lot, like, a lot of, like, oh, well, everybody else says it. Right. Like how many yeah. women are out there that like, I love tall guys, but have actually never dated a tall guy. But no, no one's ever going to say, you know, I don't like tall guys. Right. So I think that's yeah. I think that's the thing. Um, and I just find it like it's not comparable to like not necess- it's not a, a complete parallel to being overweight. I just hate like how open it is and how like. Like women and men, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, what's up with like we got rid of fat shaming, right? But like, like, what's wrong with the 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 short shaming? Nobody, nobody, nobody cares about that. You know, it's like I mean, you bring up you bring up a valid point. I think that height shaming is the second thing that needs to go because aside from you know people who maybe are overweight, in maybe I won't say most situations, but in many situations, that's something that you know you can change. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's proven that that. That men, obviously, because uh, women are obviously still dealing with, like, equal pay and, you know, that's horrible in itself. But, you know, as far as men are concerned, taller men make more money. Like, it's I a know. thing. <laughs> it is. Like, this, it like, is. look, 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 dating is whatever. Now y'all dealing with my pockets, okay? Now we got a problem. It's true. And I think there was some, um, or there's some statistic or something I saw that said that, like, I think it was, like, CEOs and presidents have all always been like at least like five eleven and above. Oh, we've watched. Like it, I, did, I forgot what show or movie we were watching when they were like, "Oh, he couldn't be president. He's too short." I'm like, "What? I, does the president have yeah. to dunk? What did I miss here? Like, I, I, <laughs> like when did and that I happen?" Wonder, and I wonder if that is um, an American standard that we've put on our men, or if it's uh, a Western standard. Yeah. Or you know, like what, like where that really comes from? I don't know, but. It needs to stop. Sense. Look, I'm gonna leave you with this, and we gotta wrap up. Um, but I'm gonna leave you with this, and this is this is this. I don't know if this made me laugh, cry, or just angry. I'm on Twitter, and it's not a tweet that I actually saw. It's one that like somebody screenshotted because it went viral. This mm-hmm. girl base goes on Twitter and is like, uh, basically, she's like. Oh my gosh, it's crazy out here. Like guys are so lazy. There is no acceptable reason that any guy shouldn't be six foot. Hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing no, with. She, no, no, she is the exception to the rule. She's just not very bright. It's hard for my brothers out here, you know. But the problem with the problem with short shaming is that. Be, it, the thing is, like, if you're overweight, and this is just me guessing here, right? If you're overweight, even if you're skinnier than someone else, in your mind, you might say, oh, well, at least I'm not as big as this person, right? In your mind. Mm-hmm. The problem mm-hmm. with the reason short shaming will never go away is it, it's so deep that, like, guys care about short shaming until they see someone shorter than them. They're like, dang, at least I got it that bad. You know? right. <laughs> like, so it's like, until we, as a short brotherhood, can stop taking down our own our own men, you know, uh, I don't know how it will progress. I I don't know either, but I hope that everyone will keep an open mind in who they choose to, to date and to hire for, for positions of power and yeah. uh, not, not take height into consideration. Hey, thank you, Felicia. And thank you for joining me. Um, one more time, what is your YouTube channel? 
So you can look me up on the YouTube at Felicia Styles, or you can just type in follow Felicia. Um, and I'm on all the socials besides Twitter. So you, you well, she has like three Instagrams. That's what she's not telling you. But all right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. thank you so much for joining, Felicia. All right, everyone. As promised, friend of the show, Shia is back. If you are day one listeners, you probably remember him from when he co-hosted with me last summer. We talked about Lakers and, you know, a lot of different topics. Uh, today, we wanted to get into, I guess, something that, you know, if you're a part of the black community or really any marginalized community, you may have feelings on and, and basically how we think we should be approaching these things and how we think we should not. And what I'm talking about is the <clears throat> the tragic burning of Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. And obviously that is awful. You know, that is something that is extremely historic um, and... A lot of people have memories there, you know, especially if you are Catholic. Uh, It's just something that is very well known around the world. And, you know, when it happened earlier this week, everybody had a lot of different feelings. People were posting, um, you know, prayers and also pictures of when they went and things like that. So I'm on social media and I'm looking at all this. And to be honest, I actually didn't think anything of it negatively Um, until I saw a tweet from a black person that was basically saying, um, you know, this is a lot of love for this Notre Dame cathedral, whereas I saw none of this when those churches were burned um, in the South uh, about a month ago or, you know, a couple weeks ago. And for those of you who aren't familiar with that story, basically, uh, this person has been taken into custody, but he he burned, what, Shia, it was three or maybe even, like, tried to burn four uh, churches in the South. I think it was, like, Louisiana um, and that area. And, you know, when I first saw it, I thought, okay, um, how do I feel? What do I do you know, really with this information, because I think that I understand where they're coming from. I don't know if this particular, you know, um, this these particular two events are the same enough to compare. Uh, First of all, I, you know, I said this to Shia before the show, I'm not in the business of comparing tragedies. I think that's stupid. I think it's Um, not necessary, and I think it gets nothing done. But if we want to compare the um, reactions to tragedies, I do think that, you know, eyes can be open from doing that. Um, But, you know, I I would say, number one, I think same day is tough. I don't know that you want to go ahead and do that on the same day when people haven't even had time to, you know. And it's funny because saying the word mourn when nobody has actually died is is interesting but like you know it's kind of like what we talk about if somebody who 
their last memory with a loved one was there, right? Then they would feel some type of way about it, you know? Um, And I don't think that anybody is going to, um, you know, so this is a, a historic structure versus you know other they're, they're sure they're also historic you know the churches in the south but it's it's just not on the same level and i don't know how to feel about those comparisons right so th- and this this happens a lot when it comes to you know tragedy or um when when one tragedy when one tragedy is is um uh, given a lot of shine um by the masses there, there's always this kind of a, a what about a what aboutism mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and i think that that feeling is has less to do with the actual individual tragedy at least among black people i think i think it has less to do with the individual tragedy and more to do with um an overwhelming feeling that black people and black culture specifically is not treated with the same level of appreciation, reverence, or respect as other cultures, other, you know, right things. And I, and I think it's, it may not, it, when it comes out in the, um, well, what about the black churches? I think that's more. It's it may be it's, it may be misguided in how it's done and when it's done, um, but that just may be a a lack of <clears throat> patience, um, and and probably the inability to articulate it um, in a manner conducive to the masses, right? Right. Um, because, you, you know, you look at, um, and, and just in general, I, I feel like spe- specifically with black Americans, just just having, just showing outward pride or outward um, singling out black people in terms of, like, praise, a lot of times has been looked has been shunned by non-black people as being anti anti-white or anti right. or like pro-black is being anti-white right and yeah. just outright no matter what the case you know I, i'm and I'm, I'm thinking about um uh peel when mm-hmm. when he says he has no interest in having a white lead or a non-black lead right. in his movies mm-hmm. he got killed for that um, Issa Rae, she's sitting during one of the awards. She said, "I'm rooting for everybody black." Right. And, and you know, I see it <clears throat> as a boxing fan. I see it with um, boxing in, in particular is very um, tribalistic. Mm-hmm. If you are a Mexican, typically you root for a lot of Mexican Mexican boxers. Right. And that's kind of just accepted and assumed, you know. When Pacquiao was was huge, the Filipino community rooted for him, and it was just kind of like accepted and understood. Mm-hmm. With black fighters, a lot of times, if you are a black fight fan, people who are not not black look at you kind of suspect as to why are you 
rooting for black fighters. Right. It, it's it's just kind of this weird thing in how in mm-hmm. how we actually um we view things. Um, and I just think it's I I pick boxing because it's kind of a microcosm of society, mm-hmm. and I and I feel like there's a lot of that going on in terms of this um this whataboutism t- mm-hmm. from black people when it comes to the church and the the cathedral. Um, but beyond that, I, I wrote some notes. I have my notes. Hey, sometimes you need notes. <clears throat> it's not just there's there's so many different angles to this whole this whole fire thing with the cathedral. Um, as tragic as it is, the church this there there's donations from uh, was it Tim Cook and a bunch of other billionaires in France. They they're already at up to seven hundred million dollars. To, to rebuild this church. I mean, that's... That's crazy to me. Yeah. I, I, and I grew up Catholic. You know, right. I've never been... I was, I've never been to the cathedral. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm also not in the business of putting my hands in other people's pockets, right? Fair. So what I saw on Twitter was, well, what you guys are what you guys aren't really understanding is the people that are donating so quickly... Um, like the Tim Cooks of the world, they have so much money. They're doing what they is it. You, it's pretty safe to assume they're doing what they can for you know, um, you know, people in bad situations as well. Simply because they make so much money, they they, they have to. They ha- they almost have to. Not necessarily that they want to, that they have but, to. But are they though? So 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 I say that. Okay, so. Seven hundred million dollars going to this church, right? Uh, about four hundred million of, of that are from French billionaires, right? The poverty rate in France alone is fourteen point two percent. Right. So okay, eh. let, let, let me put it to you like this though: they, they're fr- they're French. They have a connection there, obviously, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, I don't know. Should uh, Little Wayne have? Should he have given money to these churches to rebuild these? Like my point is that like, and and I don't know if anybody gave money to rebuild them. I, I'm assuming somebody did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, my point is that, and you know, we talked about this a little bit before the show as well. Is that what? And what you like? What you said about the boxers is is kind of makes you think because when I hear that, I think okay, well. You're right, especially when, you know, you don't know that much about boxing. You know, it's like, well, he looks like me. I, I, we have something in common. Right. So is that why? So is it bad, or or should we expect any different to see, you know, all these people like white people that are connected to Europe in some some type of way? Now we got Twenty Three and Me, uh, Ancestry.com. Everybody knows that they're connected somehow to Europe in some way. Now they feel like even more connected and when you're white you just identify with Europe for the most part right um now so when they see a tragedy there they feel that harder than yeah sure the even the country that they live in where it's a a, a, a state that they have no connection to you know what I mean um so I think that's interesting like should we expect that much from them you know what I mean like I think that well, those, those are two different questions. So one is, should we expect that from them? 
and the other is is it wrong for so my thing so to answer the expectations no i don't ex i don't expect that you know um in terms of whether it's wrong right, right or wrong i think if all things were equal if if all things were equal whether it be socially economically if if there was if if everything was kind of like star trek where it was like there was every species was kind of like equally viewed right i don't know why i said star trek but um anybody who's a star trek fan would know what i'm talking about <laughs> um if if the if the world was pretty much a just it was if it was just and 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 everybody looked at each other you know uh for the content of the character like mlk would say not the color of the skin then 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 it would make it would be I, you could I could understand the whole familiarity thing, um, but it's not like that, and so it does feel um, it's, it's it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right, you know, not, right? It doesn't feel morally right when someone can <coughs> someone can see the when they can see the the tragedy in one thing and completely ignore the tragedy in, in, in another or act like it's 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 not you know what i mean i i, I can't really i don't know if i'm really yeah i guess i guess my question is like I, I i guess my question is like you said is 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 it right right like if that's just how you feel right, right? like let's say the ch i'm white the church is burned down in louisiana i you know i to be honest I really didn't even think twice about it, but I, you know, um, I grew up Catholic. Uh, I never got to see the cathedral, but my mom told me about it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, my mom's gone now, right. and now this burns down. I feel a connection to that. I have right. this old picture of my mom in front of the cathedral. I have a connection. To, I have a connection to that. Yeah. Now, if now there's that part of it. Now. That's fine. I would say, okay, what if they, neither of them, let, let, let's take away, let's not give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's take away um, the pictures, the history, whatever. It's a simple post on social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. They said nothing about Louisiana, and but now this Notre Dame thing happens, and they're saying, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy, like, um my condolences, you know, hashtag Notre Dame. Right. What do we do with that? Are, should we, how upset should we be? Because that is more inherent of like, you just feel a connection to there. You know, you just care more about that. Now, do you care more? Now, that's the thing about social media. Do you care more just because you want to have a say and you just want to say something? Yeah, so so I personally, I don't, I'm not up, upset, I you know. It, it is what it is. I just, I just, it's more to me, kind of like, I wonder what, what is the, because we don't know what people, what people are thinking or right. why they do certain things, right? I just, I just, I'm just curious as to know the, the inner mind, like why, why does it, why does the cathedral resonate with you on such an emotional level, but other tragedies don't, right? Particularly when they're when they um, involve people who don't have share the same right or similar ethnicity, 
Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, because we we haven't really said the word racist and all that stuff. But I don't necessarily n- think it m- means someone is outwardly racist or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I do, I do think there is um, an insensitivity to others that don't look like you, and and. There's, we, we I also, think it goes both. What I'm saying, is I think it goes both ways. I, yeah, We're I, just still the minority. The, yeah, white yeah. people are still the majority, so it right. matters more. Right. But I do think it goes both yeah. ways. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and and we talked about like um, we were talking about the the royals. Like, right. I, there's a, there's also this weird infatuation with us in the states with um with the monarchy yeah and like the monarchy is trash like it's <laughs> who wants who wants to have a king and queen yeah. like you know i don't know i i just, i think some of this a lot some of this is 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 um is a, a socioeconomic thing but also some of it is just like i want to be i want to feel worldly i want to feel like I'm, and i th- yeah know. yeah and i think is it is it that you know what I mean? Like, are we looking too much into it? Is it that oh, if I post about are are, are we giving people too much credit that they actually care? And is it right. that or is it more just about uh, if I post about nobody's talking about Louisiana, I'm not going to get any likes on that. But everyone's talking about Notre Dame. Let me post something about Notre Dame because everybody else is. You yeah, know what I mean? I, yeah, I think I don't even think that person that person who thinks that is even aware of the Louisiana thing. Like, yeah, yeah, by and large. Um, but yeah, I definitely think a lot of this is is clout chasing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and me, I think look at me. Right, and I think that going back to the original, you know, how we started, and just about you know the people kind of looking at it from the minorities' perspective, like, well, where were these people doing this? My my question to them is: Are you asking? Are you are you posting this? To, to try to convince them, dang, they're right, I actually didn't even think about this? Or are you just trying to rile up the people that already agree with you? Because if it's the latter, I think you're doing that. But if your goal is to convince these people, you know, um, dang, yeah, I, I didn't even know about this. Or, you know, I didn't even think to post about this, but here I am posting about Notre Dame. Then I, I don't think this that's the right way to go about it. Like I said, I don't think the first day is right. the right way and I don't think you can antagonize someone. I right. think it's like like I said, people hate when you compare cuz now those people that are on the fence here they, you know, here they go again as as in black people victimizing right. themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Um and taking away from a tragedy that has nothing to do with them. That's why I don't like when people compare. Right. You know, um even even in situations where it isn't fair. Like how many times have we seen a pray for enter European country versus a pray for enter African country. Right. And I agree. I right. agree. But compa- I don't think comparing helps. I don't know what's a better way to go about it, though. Yeah. So, so the, the, the whole comparison thing, it, it is, it's kind of like a social media shorthand thing. Um, and I, I think depending on who does it, um, it, it may just be a I'm I'm speaking to the speaking to the choir type of thing, right? Um, and and others, it may just be I'm just used to seeing people uh, do the comparison thing, right? Um, as in terms of um, 
some people saying, oh, there go there go black people, com- you know, do, doing the whole what was me thing. Those t- typically, typically, those people typically wouldn't care how that message. If no, wouldn't it wouldn't matter to them how articulate right that message was conveyed. Doesn't matter if it was the day after. They're gonna be like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> they're the same ones who cry who talk about <laughs> my my go to. <laughs> Why can't I say the N word? Yeah, yeah. They're the same ones who cry. You know, you, 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 all lives, all lives matter. Uh, pulling the race car. But again, it's like if all racism. lives matter, how come you only recognize when it's not oh, black lives? Of course. Because it's funny because we have people like I have people that I have unfollowed on social media, and they actually haven't even done anything borderline racist. It's just the fact that like every like white story. <laughs> That's like a beautiful story, you know? Yeah. Fine. Right. You post that. I've never, if I've never seen you post anything about not only just black people, like any minority, <laughs> like, and there I've followed you for like over two years yeah. and you're active, I'm probably unfollowing you because it's like, you're not even realizing the fact that like one thing resonates with you so strongly and the other one doesn't. Right. Like I, on mine, I, I'll post whatever. It's like <laughs> it's like you do realize like you haven't ever like same story, right? Like right. wow, look at this crazy story. Ten times out of ten, you post the one on the right or the one in the white. Yeah, you know, and you never post right. the one about the minority. And it's like, how do you convey that message to people? Stop with, being sensitive, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. No, I'm joking. I mean, you know, but that's what <laughs> that, some that's, people would say. That's the yeah. That's you the, know, um, it's 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 just ways that people like hide behind things, and I don't even. Like, that's the thing. The question is, do they even know how it's coming off? That's the whole cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Thing, you know, um, and I think, I think there are ways. To, that people ha- have confronted. Um, I can't think of her name. She's a, a psychologist. Um, I can't remember her name, but doc, her her name is her last name is Degru. Um, Doctor Degru, and she did this this speech. Um, amongst a bunch of white, predominantly white, um, psychologists or psychiatrists. And she asked the question, um, it was it's something to the effect of, do you believe uh, black people can be racist or something something to that effect? Um, and pretty much everybody raised their hand, right? Um, and by, by definition, that's tr- that's true, right? Like like anybody can be anybody can be racist. The next thing she said was something to the effect of. What has um, a black person who you consider racist, um, what have they done to you that has impacted your your daily lives? And no one could really come up with anything. Right. You know, it, and but black people and non-white people can point to certain things that, you know, white racism has impacted their livelihood, their, you know, school mm. systems, their freedom, you know. And I think I think yeah, you know. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's probably the best answer because it's almost it's 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 not necessarily like you can't there that's the thing. 
if you're asking us, are there any black people that walk around saying, I like, I got uncles, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hate white people. <laughs> like, but has their hate ever been able to negatively affect right. a white person's life? Right. No. For, you know what I mean? So it, I think that's it's getting people to understand that right. more so than just literally. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's black people. But and, and, and again, it's almost like even if that's true, y'all started it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole con- the whole concept of yeah. race. Like that whole slavery thing, I think it left a bad taste it, yeah. in like a lot of people's mouth. You know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. right. Exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, so it, it's interesting. And, and to be honest, I think, um, you know, to kind of close things out here, I <clears throat> I think again it's tragedy versus tra it, it's it is tragedy versus tragedy. So I don't want to necessarily compare, but it's even the fact that like even <clears throat> as society as a whole, when the whole thing happened with the shooting at the church in 2015 with Dylan Roof right. versus yeah. the cathedral, right. now we're talking right. about look where were you guys when people actually died? Right. You know what I mean versus you know, a church burning down that at least nobody was injured. You know what I mean? So those are the types of things where it's like, there's an issue here, you know, um, all the, all the, uh, everyone. Cause, cause the thing is as, as far as everybody in, I'm not worried about the world because there's been an, I'm just going to be honest. There's been tragedies that have happened all over the world that not that I don't think about, but, it, it it's it's far away you know what i mean so i can't it's hard to it's hard to relate right to that. so i i can't you know um knock anybody for for feeling that that same way but when you think about um you know when you think about the shooting uh at that church in 2015 it's like that was in the u.s right and like and that was terrorism and that was terrorism <laughs> you know what i mean and like there, yeah. n- none of y'all were nowhere to be found. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a simple, like I don't even remember, like a hashtag pray for whatever. Like I saw none, and maybe I just need better friends no, on social media. No, you know what I mean? Um, it's it's it. America is it's it's a complicated it's a complicated history that we have. Um, you have, you have. I mean, you have white people who have very good intentions and everything. But they may have an uncle or a grandfather who was very cool with segregation and very right. cool with right. We're not that far we're away. We're not that far. Not that far removed. And 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 um. And then you have the complications with uh, interracial relationships, and it, it's just it, it it's very complicated. Right. It makes it makes things difficult. And the whole idea of a melting pot, like it. it it sounds it's it's the idea is 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 great, mm-hmm. um, but it's very hard to to make it. And then you got you have money, you have money involved, you have the social economics uh, involved, right? right. Um, it's just it's it's very difficult to make everything be as seamless and equal as possible based on the way this country was built. Right. I think at the end of the day, these people that are saying things on social media that you know that are calling out, if you will. Um, the people that are here for Notre Dame but haven't, you know, the cathedral, but haven't said stuff about other things. I think all they want is 
and all we want is just acknowledgement. Right. Like so it's, nothing should if there if you have the people that we talked about that have no horses in the race as far as like you you've never been there. Right. You know, um, you might not even be even if you are Catholic, you might some of these people not even Catholic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and you have taken the time out to to post about this. If you're not clout chasing, then it's like okay, well, I you should probably be here for this as well. Right. You know what right. I mean? Um, and that's the thing. That's why social media is such a crazy place because, like we said, there, I saw some woman, white woman, get destroyed on Twitter because she said something to the effect of, you know, I can't tell if these people are really, more, like, trying out here, like, mourning what happened to the cathedral, just using it as an opportunity to brag about their trip to Paris because there's a bunch of pictures everywhere. Right. And, that, and that's it's a like, very valid It's question. a valid point, but she got destroyed because everybody is just, right. everybody just going like, you don't know, blah, 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 which she doesn't. Right. But that like, sounds like a lot of hit dogs. Right. But, like, like <laughs> I saw ones with, like, okay, you know, um, because to plug you real quick, you have your clothing line. Mm-hmm. Um, West FM. West West FM. West FM representing, you know, all people from Western Africa uh, that also have connections to Central and South American countries. Right. Just and Caribbean. Like, and Caribbean, just like my Madre de Panameño. Okay. <laughs> um, but the reason I say this is because you know that trick on Instagram where you put all the hashtags. Right. So you can get, yes. you pop up a lot of places. So tell me why I saw a post yesterday with like this person at the cathedral. And it's like so sad, blah, blah, blah. And it's like hashtag Paris, hashtag blah, blah, blah. And there was like 10 hashtags. Yeah. And I'm like, bruh, you're trying to get likes. Yeah, like, to get likes. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah that's. You that's, know what I mean? That's, and that's, it's like. Ugly, it's an ugly, ugly look right there. It's a bad look. Yeah, it's a bad look. You know, but but you're you're protected because right. no one is going to be like. Yeah, who's going to shame you? No, you can't. You know, yeah. so it's. It, 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 no, I, I hear you. Sometimes I'm like, are we giving these people too much credit? Right. Sometimes I'm like, do they really care? We don't know. And that's why, like, you know, personally, I don't really – I used to say a lot on Facebook. Um, Facebook has also died off a little bit, but and my Twitter is just not popping at all. But um, I don't say much anymore, just period, right. you know. But And I just kind of observe. And it's almost like everyone feels like they have to – if you're marginalized, you feel like you have to – serve yourself because no one else is right? right like when like the reverse would be how many black people t- tweeted about notre dame right. and it's like well now it becomes a tit for tat thing well nobody yeah. tweeted about uh louisiana so y- y'all good <laughs> everybody tweeting about New- notre dame right now i don't need to yeah, right, the same right. thing when there was the um the shooting at the uh the gay club in miami right who did i see all the tweets and like re- um prayers for on my timeline people that are either, you know, connected to somebody that is homosexual right. or it, it is themselves. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost like turning into a competition where, like, yeah. we got to rep for this group demog- because— Each demographic is kind of, like, just, like, honing in on their own. Right, and I think that's what's upsetting because if you are um, part of the marginalized groups, like right. I said, you feel like you have to do that right. versus when it's just a straight-up white situation, white wasp normal situation right. that just gets taken care of it's inherent in the majority to just reach out right whereas right. everybody else is like we have to do this because if not nobody cares right you know so i think that's what's upsetting yeah. Yeah. how you fix it it's I funny it's funny you mentioned that because i for i think over the past three past three years i stopped posting about 
tragedy, you know, tragedy on um, on Facebook, um, primarily because <laughs> you get the annual on this day you posted thing, right? And it was just pissing me off, right, right, this right. Specifically with like you know shootings, shootings yeah. and stuff like that. Like I, you know, seeing you know uh, Trayvon or right. uh, you know pop up, and I'm just like, this is this is. It's, it's trauma. It's trauma. Right, you know? right. Um, but on top of that, like, I I would notice that, because I wouldn't just post tragedy that just impacted black people. I, I'd post other issues, whether it was, like, the, the shooting the, uh, in, in Orlando. Was it Orlando? I believe so. You know, different different demographics of people. Um, Native Amer- the pipeline, the, uh, the pipeline mm-hmm. stuff. And it was interesting to see who <laughs> who liked those posts. right. As opposed to the ones that dealt with specifically with black people, right? Um, typically, um, the, the you know the police shootings and everything, it was predominantly my black Facebook mm-hmm. friends and a couple super super woke non-black people who right. who I just the, the usual suspects. Um, but when it was other issues like the pipeline, like it was I got. Yeah, everyone. Everybody. Yeah, I got. Yeah. The, I got the Rainbow Coalition. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and it's also like those people where, um, it, it's like code stuff. And we're getting a little off topic, yeah. but the, it's just a funny code stuff where like they'll never post about. Um, They'll never post about like a police shooting or something. Yeah. But as soon as like there's a video of like a cop playing basketball with like a kid in like Chicago, right. they post it. Blue they're like, see, matter. yeah, they're like, see, and it's like, yeah. okay, you can you can, re- you can read, and you know who's gonna do it. And it's always <laughs> it's just like, see, now, now this cop is rapping with like his friends in Memphis. You which know I, what I mean? Which I think is the corniest thing ever of police, like the police going to the like inner city. And, yeah, like it's the weirdest. Like I don't know. I think it was like I think. Social media just makes, and the technology being able to just whip out your phone, it just makes everything, I think it makes everybody so much more cynical. Because it's like, exactly. I don't know what to believe. What to believe. Like, exactly. even when people are giving away um, giving away food or giving away money, right. like, Drake does a music video giving away all this money. Right. Like, he probably meant it. I mean, he's got a bunch more millions where yeah. that came from. Does it have to be on video? I don't right. know. You know, like, it, it, it's just tough. Everybody wants to be seen. Um and everybody wants to show that they're they're part of whatever's going on. Right. That's why it's like, is this like a? For some people, it probably is. Like I don't want to. I don't know if the word is malicious, but but for others, it might just be you know. Hey, honestly, the Notre Dame thing was trending everywhere, and I saw it. Right. Like, I didn't see the Louisiana thing anywhere. Like I read an article about it. Nobody was talking about it. Right. I didn't feel the need. To boast about and, and that, it. And that, that's actually another factor too. The media does not. The media knows what they what they want to right. pump up, versus what they, you know, yeah. don't want to. But back to that whole um, kind of circling back with the 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 donations and stuff. And I'm I'm kind of anti billionaire. Yeah. And I've come I've come to that that feeling within the past year. I just, I just don't feel like. Cause when I, when I hear people say, you know, you know, this multi billionaire donated x amount of dollars, I'm like, yeah, they got, they got a lot of dough. They can right. they can do that. Meanwhile, you know, there's there's places in this in 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 this country where there's no running water. Right. Like 
You know what I mean? There's, you know, Alabama, the black belt. If you right. look that up, there's no running water in these, in these areas. Like, a billion dollars could fix that up. Right. You, and you make that. A hundred thousand could probably fix it up. A hundred thousand can make that. You can, you can fix a whole, the whole town. Yeah. Their whole water system. And be and be good, right? You know, it's it, and so I, that's that's my my issue with like the the billionaire donation stuff. And it's like, it's a, but we're gonna put four hundred million dollars, seven hundred million dollars into a church, into a yeah. Cathedral. And it's just it, I think that what what reeks to most people is the quickness, though. Right. It's like, like it oh, like I got that here. Yeah, <laughs> it's the quickness, and it's like other situations. It's like we out here begging. Right. You know what right. I mean? And it's right. like, it's, but, it's crazy. It's crazy. But all right, Shia, thank you for stopping in and giving your two cents on everything going on. We should have a new podcast called My Thing Is This. Yes, That's yes. My See, thing. I mean, yeah. The inside joke is that at lunch, whenever we have a conversation, um, Shia always starts his line with, my thing is this. And he puts his hand on the table. If you guys haven't heard through the mic, that's the table that's been shaking from him putting his fingers uh, <laughs> spread on the table. But... um. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hopefully you didn't get too serious on you, but sometimes we got to switch it up, man. Everything isn't ponies and unicorns and cotton candy, you know. Um, again, have a good weekend, and until next time, this has been The Styles Files featuring Shia. Until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.